0: Warning The following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to potential
1: spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D.
0: You are my ward so you will do as you're told mm. and flowers. Uh, and if you didn't want to know that then you should be <laughs> you should be listening to the show because that is a really ops uh, uh, what? Oh, a spoiler
1: is that is really ops, uh, spoiler backwards. Really ops is spoiler spelled backwards. There you go. And if you haven't listened to one of our episodes before, what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster. And then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. And then when the movie comes out, quite like we're doing this week, we go back, we revisit the movie and see how close we got to actually predicting the real plot. And this week, we're exploring how well we did with predicting the plot of Enola Holmes, the straight-to-Netflix movie that came out back in 2020, if anyone remembers that movie. Obviously, they do, because there's a sequel coming out. There is. Very soon. There is. Now, let's get into talking about Enola Holmes. Now, typically, at this point in the podcast, I'd ask Matty D how well he thought the movie did in the worldwide box office, but since the movie was never released in cinemas at all, there's no way of knowing how much this movie made, so... How well do you think the movie did on Netflix, Maddie D? Okay. If so, you can quantify such uh, a thing.
0: Are, are we talking about it like the reviews? Netflix reviews? or uh, I don't reviews? think
1: that's important. We never really look into how well reviewed a movie is. It's just how many people watched it.
0: Okay, but are you, are you asking like a monetary amount or just if it did well or did poorly? How
1: many people do you think watched the movie during its, uh, let's just say its opening week? Uh, don't forget it was in the middle of uh, Corona as well. I
0: think there would be a lot of people that would watch it.
1: Yeah, how many? If you could give a number to it. 7 million people. 7 million people? Why not? So you thought that only 7 million people sat down and watched it during the opening week. Uh, So less than the population of Sydney worldwide (laughs) watched it during the opening week. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Well, that is a guess, but the movie reportedly was viewed in over 76 million households worldwide when it was first premiered. Oh, so it was close. Yeah. You were only off by, uh, let's see... uh, about 75 million or so. Yeah. Oh, that My math is way worse than yours there. Anyway. <laughs> and as we already mentioned, a sequel has been announced. So obviously Netflix considered the original movie enough of a success to warrant making a sequel. And given that they're axing and cancelling everything these days and not financing stuff, you know that they only want to support like the, the stuff that does really well. So this just must indicate that they thought that Enola Holmes was a big hit. Now, something you mentioned in the previous episode as well that I just want to rectify. You mentioned that Millie Bobby Brown has a music career.
0: Yeah, okay, all right. Can we speak about this? Because I think I need to, like, backpedal on this. She doesn't
1: really have a music career. I think we demonstrated in that previous episode, that she has no musical talent whatsoever. She can't play an (laughs) instrument. She certainly can't hold a tune. Acting talent, sure, she's got boatloads. She's got an, an overflow of acting talent, but... yep. Music talent? Mm, less so. Now, to your credit, back in late 2019, early 2020, around the time that we did the episode, she did say that she was interested in pursuing a musical career, though that never went anywhere. Yeah, so I think- She never even recorded a song.
0: There's a few things that I think contributed to my mistake. Mm. Uh, I think that there was there was a song that she was- um, in the film clip for, right? That's right. She was in a music music
1: video video for something I don't remember. And I think
0: she was singing the music video. I remember that was playing a lot at my gym, so I saw her a lot. And in my head, I was just like, oh, that's Millie Bobby Brown singing, right? Not even really focusing on it. So, you know, I I think just in my brain, I just was like, oh, Millie Bobby Brown is a singer. Okay. And I think she did talk about singing. And I think some of the other Stranger Things cast are all like musical based as well. So maybe I just kind of- In some ways, yeah. In my head was just like, yeah. She's a singer. That makes sense. Like a lot and of you those You thought
1: you'd bring this half knowledge to the podcast for yeah. the whole world to yep. <laughs> to hear. Don't don't now, get your information from again, me. Again, again, admittedly, there probably was a circumstance as well at around that time as well where Drake was was it Drake? Yeah, it was Drake, yeah. Who was uh what was it uh Well,
0: what what are we going to say? Grooming her. <laughs> well, Mm, yeah. At the
1: time, he was probably saying like, "Oh, don't worry, Millie, I could get you a music career." And she's like, "Really? Yeah, you don't even need that much talent to have a music career. Just come around to my studio, and I'll,
0: I'll show you all about it." Well, he's not interested anymore because she's eighteen no, now. No, exactly. <laughs> We're gonna
1: get this. If this episode gets out there, <laughs> Drake is gonna sue the shit out of us. Well, he knows what he did. <laughs> We've got more dirt on him than we ever need. He did that himself too. Drake attacks potential spoilers. Yeah. Oh, man, that would give us the shot in the arm that we really need. <laughs> we go to court with Drake. <laughs> would you care to explain us. how our point system works yeah. before we dive into how well we did Ab- with predicting this one?
0: Absolutely. So, so Kieran and I did an individual plot from Nola Holmes. Yep. I'm right. grading. Grading. Kieran's plot, he's grading mine, and yeah, we're going right. to give each other points. Now, if we guess something that wasn't in the trailer, or wasn't in the promotional material, that's going to give us two points. Correct. If we got something that was in the promotional material and was in the trailer, that gives us one point. And mm. if we got something that was close but not quite on the mark, that's half a point.
1: That's right. And if we say something that's completely wrong, obviously we don't get any points for that. goes without saying, but we feel the need to say it anyway. So, I believe, who went first in that original episode? Was it me? You went first. Okay, so let's get into what I said and see how close it was to panning out to the movie.
0: Let me go into, yeah, well, let's go straight into it. Let's see if you cracked the case, as Mm. it were. So, the first thing you said is you thought the movie would open like the trailer opened. You thought that Enola Holmes would introduce herself. You also said that we would see her birth. Now, I give you a point straight off the bat. We knew this from the trailer, Mm -hmm. but- The movie opens exactly the same way as the trailer Exactly the same. Also, there was no evidence that we'd, we'd see the you know Anola Holmes as a baby. We'd see that. So we you, do yeah. two points there. You thought that we would see Sherlock and, and uh, here we go, Sherlock and Mycroft. Well done. I <laughs> yes. was
1: so sure you were going to say I Minecraft. <laughs> you uh, said you said Minecraft for ninety percent
0: of that original episode, <laughs> which is just as bad. Sherlock's brother. Um, yeah. you, you said we would see them as boys. Now this is. Not really the case, but there's a there's a scene where Enola Holmes is talking about her brothers and we see a family photo That's of right. them. And we So I'll give you half a point for that because you're kind Fair of enough. on the right track. And that there was no indication that they would go in that direction in the movie. No. Now, you thought that this would all happen in a flashback scene uh, or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a montage just catching the audience up while Enola Holmes is riding on her bike. Um, she's just explaining this whole thing to the mm. audience breaking the fourth wall. I'll give you two sets of one point there. This is all stuff we see in the trailer, but it's accurate to what's in the movie. Now, you thought that she would be brought up by her mother, who teaches her all of her life skills. Yep, Eudoria. Give give you a point, because we knew this in the trailer, but that's accurate to the movie. Now, you also said that Enola Holmes would be a genius, and I give you a point. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could argue for two, but I think it's pretty obvious that she was going to be a genius based on the fact that her last name is Holmes.
1: Yeah, exactly. I would never bother trying to argue that extra point because you know it's a female Sherlock Holmes. Of course, it's going to be a genius. She's not going to be the black sheep of the family. The
0: real (laughs) dummy. Imagine the dumb Sherlock Holmes. That's what the movie's about.
1: Isn't there a movie starring Gene Wilder, directed by Mel Brooks, called uh, Sherlock's Smarter Brother? No, I don't. Well, maybe there is. I've never heard of it though. Yeah, I think that's a movie that exists. That'd be great. Could it be along those lines? What a
0: great premise. All right, back to your plot. You said that she would be taught how to solve puzzles, and mm-hmm. that puzzles would appear throughout the movie. And you said that it would be visualized as letters. And you said that she would use Scrabble letters. So there'd be points in the movie where she'd open up a Scrabble, then Scrabble letters, Scrabble tiles, and move her yeah. Scrabble tiles tiles around to figure stuff out. Now, so I give you a bunch of points there, uh, five in total for all of those. Wow. Cases. Now, you said that Anola Holmes, she's telling the audience this as well during this whole scene. She'd wake up one day to find her mother gone, and that she'd be left a cryptic message, which translated to Anola Holmes. Uh, sorry, not Anola Holmes. Translates to Anola. Look at my. Uh, what is it? Chrysanthemum. <laughs> Chrysanthemums. That's the flower name. So yeah, this yeah, happens right. in the movie. The only difference is, is that it takes her a little longer in the movie to crack the code. I think. Yeah,
1: even longer than it took Matty D. I,
0: I, I did crack that code. Yes. Did you tell me off air that you cheated? No, I didn't cheat.
1: Oh, you didn't cheat. You actually cracked it. No, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I worked it out myself from the trailer. Yeah, I took. I worked. But it, it took out me myself. about five minutes to work out. Total. <laughs> it took
0: me longer because I didn't know what a chrysanthemum was. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was like, who the f- what the hell is this? You still don't even know what it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, in the actual movie, she takes her a while to crack the code, and then it's not the flower she thinks it is. It's in the painting, and that's you know. right, the painting of the chrysanthemums. And by the way, I liked it. Took her a little longer to crack the code instead of getting yeah. it right away. I thought that was nice. Shows that it was a good code. Exactly. Even though we cracked it, yeah, um, no, well, there you go. <laughs> we're we're just smarter uh, or have more time on our hands. Either or other. Mm. Now you thought that there would be another cryptic message that prompts her to go see Sherlock and uh, Mycroft. <laughs> I keep saying it like Mycrunch, just because yeah. that's how I'm remembering it. Now this isn't quite the case. What prompts her to go to the Sherlock brothers, or the Holmes brothers, is her disappearance the Sherlock brothers. The Sherlock brothers, yeah, yeah. is her disappearance herself. Yeah. So and I, she's worried. I, I kind of was going to give you half a point but I decided to give you 1 point because it's pretty accurate. The only difference is, is she's not leading him, leading her into that direction. Yeah, fair enough. Now, you thought that the brothers would think that their mother was just playing a game and not take her disappearance seriously. This is kind of true. Mm, they kinda. def What's that? I said yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. They definitely put it down to her being eccentric. So I'll give you half a point there. They look for clues but can't find anything. They can't figure out what has happened. I give you two points there because that's exactly what happened. Sherlock Ooh. scopes the house. They can't figure out what's the what's gone and missed,
1: as it were. Yeah, Sherlock says that she wasn't kidnapped because all of her belongings, are, all the, her clothes are gone. And yeah. There's no way that a kidnapper would just let her take the opportunity to pack
0: yeah basically but, is what they said but he doesn't quite know what's happened now no you thought that mycroft wants to send enola to a boarding school this does happen mm-hmm. uh and you said that sherlock would not get involved or care and this is kind of true now yeah. give you a point because he does want to send her to a boarding school this is something we see in the trailer very prominently and half a point because sherlock's relationship with enola is he kind of cares but he yeah kind of he does step from her, at least initially, he that's cares in a in a very subtle way. It's very distant, doesn't have a lot of emotion, right? I mean, he has <laughs> yeah. a lot of
1: emotion. Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, on that in that original episode, we talked about the lawsuit that the uh, who was it? The Arthur Conan Doyle estate, yeah. had against the movie, saying that you know this is uh, out of copyright Sherlock. If he has emotions, that is going to that's hearkening towards books that were written later and that are still in copyright. So therefore, you can't use this version of Sherlock. And Netflix's argument at that point was like, look, you're just trying to draw money out of a clearly public domain character in any way possible. There's no evidence in the trailer to show that he really has emotions. That's just down to your interpretation, which is essentially what we said. And then basically the judge was just like, you guys are both ridiculous. I'm throwing this case out.
0: Which is exactly what he what the judge should do, because like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's a stupid argument. So why even bother? Just- but in
1: saying that, though... Sherlock quite clearly did have a lot of emotions oh. in the movie, so yes, he did. The Arthur Conan Doyle estate was founded in their accusations. Sure, even if they were a little bit baseless and petty, and
0: pe- well, definitely petty, more so petty than baseless. Yeah. Now back to your plot. You thought that Mrs. Hudson uh, would mm. like Enola, and they would be at Baker Street at this at this time. Now we don't see Mrs. Hudson, and we don't no. see Baker Street, so you're off on the wrong foot. There is, they do have a, a housekeeper. In-
1: yeah, that's right, in the, the uh, Eudoria's house. Yeah, but she's not Inola's Miss house Hudson. is- uh, they do have a housekeeper, but she's not Miss Hudson. Yeah.
0: So, you're kind of close. So, like-
1: I was presuming that the character of- what was the name of the woman who had the tea shop with the combat place upstairs? I can't remember her name. I thought she was going to be Miss Hudson.
0: Ah, right. Gotcha. I give you half a point, though, because that relationship is there. It's very- a very, it's a very loose yeah, thing, okay. but it's not—it's not quite the right character. But yeah, it's, fair it's, enough. it's kind of there. There's a relationship with, that Anola has with a, a similar kind of character. Now, you thought that she would be sent to the boarding school at this point. Yeah, not the case. It happens later on in the movie. It is a threat at the start, but they do yeah, say, yeah. we're going to send you to a boarding school, and that's what prompts her to to leave and run off and do her own thing. Uh, but I give you a point, because this is this is something that's talked about. Yeah,
1: well, we the- knew that she was going to go to the boarding house, we just didn't know when. Yeah.
0: It's in the trailer, that she's in the boarding school, so you're right there, it just doesn't happen at this point in the movie. Yeah, I think that's worth pointing out. Now, this point in the movie, you talk about what happens in the boarding school, you said that she doesn't fit in, that's accurate, I'll give you two points, mm. I mean, it's a safe guess, but... Well, she's there against her will, so of course she doesn't fit yeah. in. Yeah, you said that she... Well, one thing you said is she accidentally slaps soup into someone's face. It's certainly yeah, not an accident. Friends. No, it's not an accident. <laughs> but that does happen. We see that in the trailer. And you said that the teachers are unsuccessful in changing her. I'll give you two points because that is the case. Enola yeah. Holmes I would have stays. thought that was fairly obvious, but and whatever. Ah, well, there's no real evidence that that would happen. That's true. You know, got to give the benefit of the doubt to the movie, right? And yourself. Now, you said that she escapes in the middle of the night, leaving a dummy of herself in the boarding school. Uh, You said that Mycroft would visit the boarding school and find it there. He'd be like, I'm going to see how Enola Holmes is settling into her new home and then find, you know, this dummy there. In the actual movie It's Tewksbury Who you haven't Introduced to your plot Yeah yet, that's right. Who helps her escape Again this happens Later on in the movie You said that the dummy Would have a picture Or a caricature Of Minecraft Which is the case I give you yeah. Two sets of one point There Because you know
1: Well this actually Happens in Eudoria's House at the start Of the movie She runs away yep. From that house Rather than the Boarding school Although she does Run away from the Boarding school And she does Leave a caricature exactly. a she does, Involving exactly. Minecraft Yes 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 As well as
0: uh, Aunt Petunia From Harry Potter <laughs> Yes yes So yeah very right Very much correct in in a way there. Now you said that Anola Holmes would dress like a boy to avoid detection. This is true. We mm-hmm. saw this in the trailer. You said that she would find her next clue to be a train ticket. Now in the movie she essentially is just going to London because mm. she knows that I stole where that from is. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> did you really <laughs> yeah i think so that's that's amazing so that doesn't happen that's something you got wrong she just goes to london she goes to a different train station to a. Yeah, the i really tension. thought
1: and we'll talk about it later on but i really thought that eudoria would be helping her out and sort of leading like her down a path which isn't the case at all in the actual movie i
0: mean she it, uh, later on she does give her coded messages and stuff but yeah No, she does well no it's sherlock you're yeah, absolutely right. right yeah no she doesn't she kind of just leaves her just so, alone. Eudoria doesn't want
1: Enola to find her. No. So, Enola thinks that Eudoria wants her to find her, but it's actually the other way around, we find out by the end of the movie. Again, we can talk about this a little later on. Yeah, yeah. Because I get into it in your plot too.
0: Yeah, because I, I do speak about it as well. But anyway, back to your plot, you said that Enola Holmes is looking for her mother. She's going. She's got this train ticket, she goes onto the train, and mm-hmm. in the carriage that she's in, this is where she minks Tewkesbury, which is the case in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's in a bag, actually. He's... Hiding in a bag, yeah. He's carpet evading, bag. He's evading his uh his family. Now you thought that Chooksbury would be mentioned in her mother's, as in Anola's mother's clues. Yeah, that's right. That she would be trying to like part of her grand plan involved Chooksbury in the movie. Chooksbury is just a coincidence. Not the case at all. Yeah, yeah, complete coincidence. Just so happens to be on the same train. It has nothing to do with Anola or her mother's what was her mother's name e- Eudoria e- Eudoria e- yeah that's it Eudoria's mission or anything like that but one point because this this scene that happens in the trailer you did mention it now you thought that Tewksbury would be the sole heir to a fortune and that mm-hmm. both his parents had died at sea interesting guess there very Frozen-esque yeah uh, now this is close. His father, his father was died. Killed. Yeah. Yep. Well, he was killed as well. He was assassinated. He was assassinated. That's true. That is what happened. So his father was assassinated. So I'll give you a, a point there because I didn't want to give you. His half. mother was still alive. Yeah. It's not quite accurate to what happened in the movie, but his father did die. And what- so it's like two half points. Yeah. What you're saying? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Kind of. I think it deserves more than a half point because So he
1: is the heir to the family fortune, yes. beyond his uncle,
0: but the fortune isn't the thing that his father was killed for. It was no. the power because that's he had right. the ability. He was to- a lord and could vote in Parliament. Exactly, exactly. So it's not so much to do with a fortune, more the political power. Correct. But, yeah. You know, you're on the, you're very much on the right track. Yeah, that's right. Father was killed so that you know he's the heir of this, of this, um, of this leadership, this role in leadership. Now he said that there'd be an assassin on the train. The two would fend off the assassin and jump off off the moving train. Two sets of one points there. This is stuff we see in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Now, in your plot, you thought that Enola would be trying to figure out why Chooksbury was important and why her mother sent her to find him. This is not the case in the movie again. It's just a coincidence. They just happened to bump into each other, you know?
1: Quite lucky as well.
0: They're very lucky. What a a set of circumstances to
1: run them into each other. Because if you think about it, if Enola never met Chooksbury, Chooksbury, then Chooksbury would have been killed then the, the parliament vote wouldn't have gone ahead and then Eudoria would have been successful in her plot in presumably blowing up the parliament once they gave the the negative vote to... Was it women voting? Was it women's suffrage? Yes, it was, that they... it was women voting. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, everything would have gone to shit if she didn't run into Jukesbury.
0: Yes, and it's interesting that Eudoria was like, well done, Enola Holmes. You, you're like, you did you this You peacefully whole did what I intended to do through violence. And it kind of was like, this was all accidental. You yes. know what I mean? So. I don't know. Uh, it would it would have been a tighter story if that was and, part of her uh, plan, you know
1: what I mean? Enoli wasn't even really on the right track
0: yeah. who the villain <laughs> no. was either. No. So it was just all complete luck. Yeah, very much luck. So it was like, yeah. well done Enola Holmes, you just happen to be at the right place at the right time yes. when the right things just bump into each other and yeah. magic happens.
1: Well, that makes for a better story, right, I than her so. just being on top of everything the yeah, whole time. I, I, I must so. say myself.
0: Fair point, fair point. Now, you thought that Mrs. Hudson would direct... Anola Holmes to a defense class because Anola Holmes has this oh, okay. has this. Um, I think in your plot, you sort of uh, Mrs. Hudson sort of spoke about this defense class when she was at Baker Street, and Anola Holmes is like, "Well, you know, I fought this assassin. I, we just got off by the skin of our teeth, so I'm going to take this defense class." And this is where we meet the um, the the lady we see in the trailer who's got this like class that everyone's learning how to fight. Now, in the actual movie, they do go there. But it's not because they're tracking clues or not because anything like that. Well, no, sorry, it is because they're tracking clues. This is like the revolutionary movement that we just spoke about, this underground revolutionary movement.
1: Edith is the character's name. There you go. It is
0: Edith, yeah. But in your plot, you thought that she took a class to learn how to fight. In actuality, she knew from her mother now she decides as in Enola at this point in your plot to disguise as a lady this does happen mm-hmm. in the movie you thought Chooksbury would be there as I did as well to help her out at this point he's not in the picture he's left her at this point she goes off yeah, solo that's right. now you said that uh, uh, chukesby would mention that he likes how Enola looks but prefers her <laughs> as a boy yeah. now you know funnily enough that does happen in the in the movie there's a comment he makes there yes. so I'll give you two points for that because oh, that you. happens uh, now you thought that Enola now, that's
1: sp- actually based on a true story from my life by the way what do you mean about the whole like oh i like you dressed as a lady but i think i prefer you best looking like a boy elaborate so a friend of mine one of her ex-boyfriends the whole reason they broke up was because like he was weirdly obsessed with like dressing her as a like a boy and having her like cut her hair short and so she was starting to question some of his uh you know Ah. sexual proclivities basically Mm. to put it nicely
0: Okay, <laughs> did he end up going in a different direction after the relationship? I don't know, the relationship? Never, never
1: pursued that line of inquiry if,
0: uh, if you were out there and you know who you are, if Kieran described you I can you, guarantee you they don't listen to this podcast Right in, let us know what you're up to, let us know if uh, if it yeah. all worked out for you uh, Congratulations in order <laughs> Either way, as long as you're happy mm. Anyway, back to Anola Holmes Yeah. Uh, now, you thought in the middle of this uh, plot, you said you just sort of said, oh, Enola would have a few more escape attempts with assassins trying to get her. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that the assassin we see in the bowler hat is going to be the guy that's sort of pursuing her at every turn. Yeah. Two points there. Though. Lynn Thorne is his name. That is happening. I think there's about three contacts that's have right. with the assassin throughout the movie. There's three scuffles she has with him. Yeah. Now, you thought that Enola would figure out that Chooksbury's uncle wanted Chooksbury dead and he wanted just to, to take over as the sole heir. Enola does think that. Enola does think that, which is why that's I give you two truth. points for that. Now, you said in your plot Enola's mother would figure out, would figure this out. She would figure out yeah. that the
1: uncle wanted to kill her. This was a little bit silly. And yeah. she
0: would, oh, I don't think it's silly. I, you know, it, it makes sense. But you, you said that she would go into hiding. And that's why she disappeared. Because she was like, oh, it's the uncle trying to kill Tewkesbury. I'm going to go into hiding. And I believe you also mentioned that um, Enola, she sends Enola on this case because Enola can go undetected yeah. rather than giving it to Sherlock. Or- He's too well known. He's too well known, yeah. But in the movie, we're led to think that it's the uncle. That's right. But it is actually- The widower. The, sorry. The, the grandma. The dowager. It's the grandmother, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Cheeksby's grandmother, they call her a dowager, I believe. Okay. Which is someone who's a widow who has a lot of fortune, Yeah, I believe.
0: Okay. She's kind of like the, the matriarch of the right. family almost. But, you know- Right motivation, correct. Very because close, you called yeah. the red herring, but it turns out there was a twist there yeah. that you didn't pick up. But neither did I, so I don't hold that against you. Yeah. Now you said that the uncle—we'll just replace the word uncle with the word dowager. Dowager gets arrested thanks to Anola and Tewksbury. Eudoria will appear and congratulate her. Now, yes, does happen. The yeah, dowager is on, yeah. captured and arrested, so I give you, you know, points for that. And also, Eudoria does appear and congratulate Anola. Right. That does happen, and they have like a tearful embrace. Now, you said that Sherlock. And then, you know, Eudora's like, well, nice to see. I've got to piss off again. <laughs> now, you said that uh, Sherlock would reveal that he was watching her this entire time and was impressed. Now, in the movie. He's yes. following the same clues yes. But he's a step behind he, Yes, exactly So he's actively trying to find her And he's a step behind So yeah, for right. that I give you half a point He's not just sitting there going Well done I mean he is yeah. But he's actually trying At to
1: At the end he's so impressed That he like he lets her get away Because he's like Well she got the better of me Yeah yeah. Because if you remember When he's walking out After she solved the case He's he walking leaves- out of the police station And he goes like Ha!
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves the little hedgehog Yeah, that's figurine, right. yeah
1: well, no, it was a Cavalier King Charles
0: Spaniel oh. made out of a pine cone. Sorry, sorry. What, a hedgehog? <laughs> I thought it was a little hedgehog that she made. No, it was a Spaniel. Now, you said that the message of the movie would be... Dash. That Enola- Dash, there. yeah, yeah absolutely. That Enola needed to be herself, and that she was better in her brothers in certain ways. I'll give you two points for there, because sure. I think yeah, I think that's pretty Fair accurate. enough. That's an accurate statement. You thought that she would become an investigator after this? She um, does. Does the movie say that, yes. though? Yes.
1: Yep, at the end of the movie she says she's a detective and a finder of lost souls.
0: Okay, well, I thought you weren't deserving of two points there, or any points, but... I'd be happy with a point for that, to be honest. I'll give you two. I'll give you oh, two. Oh, how nice. It's It makes... Because uh, I know the series, because I was like, well, technically the book series go into that in that direction. That's why so, I said I'd be happy with a point, because so, I
1: know she became a detective at yeah, the end of the books. And but we know that because she, she does other mysteries.
0: Well, let's be fair. If she says it in the movie, and now I'm remembering that she does say it right at the end and it wasn't in the trailer that deserves two points as far as our rules okay, are concerned fair
1: so let's let's play it like and that and also I did not cheat I did not cheat as I said last episode yep. it's obvious that I didn't cheat because I was so far from the actual plot I was close-ish but it's obvious that I just didn't you know steal the plot directly from the book because <laughs> I did read the plot of the book after I wrote my plot and I was like okay I think I'm close enough to be satisfied
0: yes yes and the last thing that you said about Enola Holmes was you, you said that there would be a you said that the romance between Tewksbury and Enola would be subtle yeah. and Enola would would shut Chooksbury down throughout the course of the movie. Now that's basically it. Yes, yes, she does do that. But I want to argue with you that there was a definite romance there. She yeah, definitely had feelings it was for subtle. him. He had f- nothing, I
1: don't nothing I don't, overt happens. I don't think it was subtle. The closest thing that happens is they touch hands at the end. Mm. And then but there's no like kissing, there's no like expressing of feelings. Like yeah. they they're very much awkward around each other and and all is very uncomfortable when he well, she seems attracted to yeah, her.
0: She obviously likes him. He obviously likes her. Yeah. That the movie plays it as a romance, but even if yeah, they're, but they're, it's they're, not if implicitly
1: so, so which is why I would argue it's subtle. I
0: give you a point for that. Sure, anyway. that's fair enough. But
1: um, by the way, my favorite part in the whole movie, my yeah. favorite part, I just want to say right now, right at the end, when Cheeksby basically tells Inola that he like. Really likes her, you know, in, in in a subtle way, as I just said. Enola is so embarrassed she can't look at the camera. So the whole movie she's like looking at the camera and addressing us directly. At this point, she's like looking everywhere but the camera. Like she knows that we're watching her and she's embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like that's so good. That's such a good like nice little good bit choice. of acting and yeah. a nice choice that I I, I applauded at it. I was like Bravo movie, well done. <laughs> bravo Millie. Yeah, Bravo Millie. Yeah.
0: And that's that's everything you said about Enola Holmes. Listening back, go. I was impressed. Watching the movie, I was like, well done, Kieran. You did a good job. Uh, you got, uh, I mean, a lot of it was in the trailer. I mean, we only had yeah. that one trailer, but a lot of it was in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you should be happy with yourself. You got 50 and
1: a half points. Wow. I think that's better than I deserve. Because when I was listening back to the plot, I'm like, I'm not really that close. No, but I think you were. I guess I got like the whole uncle thing. And I guess I got, like, I was on the right track
0: as far as the plot was concerned. The stuff you said, you didn't say anything, well, you said a few things, but you didn't say a lot of things that weren't right. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, you might have had stuff that were missing, but you never talked about it, so.
1: Mm. Let's see if you fare just as well. Yeah. So, you said that the movie would open with a stylized title made up of different Sherlock gadgets, including (laughs) compasses, pipes, and a Da Vinci Man. Yes. Now, we don't really have an opening title beyond seeing Enola's name in Scrabble Pieces, So, yeah, I couldn't give you any points for that because it doesn't really happen. No, I don't know what I was thinking
0: of there, but... mm. I couldn't tell you. Yeah.
1: You said that we have a shot of the British-English countryside with the title (laughs) England. I actually gave you a point for that because that's true, but we did see it in the trailer. It's how the trailer opens. Fair enough. The movie opens the exact same way with the same title that we see in the trailer. You said that Enola Holmes is riding her bike and she talks directly to the audience as she introduces herself and her life and her relationship with her mother. Gave you a point for that because, of course, it's how we see it in the trailer. Yep. Now, interestingly enough, I was reading a lot of, uh, like, viewer reviews, audience reviews for this movie. And one of the main things that the audience couldn't get past was that Enola addressed the audience directly. Most of the reviews were just sarcastically saying, Oh Anola, stop talking to me.
0: Stop looking at me. But that's that's the point. That's the style that they're going for. And yeah, they, exactly. they introduce it right off the bat. So that's what the movie's gonna be. And that's th- I think that threw a lot of people because
1: it made them feel uncomfortable. Um, but that's But heaven forbid a movie try and do something different. I mean it's not a new cinematic no. technique at all. But I'm sure it's one that a lot of, like, modern audiences haven't seen.
0: I mean, it's kind of like the Dora the Explorer go, thing, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it's-
1: they don't even really do that in Dora the Explorer. Like, she doesn't even address the audience directly beyond the opening scene. Uh,
0: well, yeah, true. Well, then it's saved by the bell.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, it's just like- In a Marvel movie, you know, Captain Marvel isn't going to turn to the camera and be like, what do you folks at home think? <laughs> Have you got any ideas? They do that in other ways. Yeah, they do. <laughs> anyway, back to your plot. You said that Enola also explains that one day she woke up to find that her mother had disappeared without a trace. Gave you a point for that. We Thanks. knew that from the trailer. You said that we'll see flashbacks of her mother, Eudoria Holmes, raising Enola as a free spirit and teaching her about the world. Gave you a point for that as well, because of course, again, it was in the trailer. You said that Enola finds a note from her mother in one of her favourite disguise jackets. <laughs> I gave you half a point for that because she does find a note, but it's in a stationary kit that Eudoria gave to her as a birthday present for her 16th birthday. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. I I remember that scene in the trailer where they're wearing disguise outfits. I was like, oh, Yeah. yeah,
1: why not? You said that using Scrabble tiles, Enola solves the code in the note, which tells her to look in her mother's flower bed. Gave you half a point mm-hmm. because it's actually referring to a painting of chrysanthemums. Yeah. Rather than a flower bed.
0: Now she she initially thought it was um flowers in a vase that, that's right that was there, but it turns out to be a painting, yeah.
1: That's right. And there's not even like a message in the painting like I thought they would be. I thought there'd be an envelope with a card in it with another clue, but it's actually money in the real movie. Yeah. You said that in the flower bed, Enola finds a letter and a decoder ring, so you are the same, as well as a bird statue. I thought that that detail was interesting, given that there was no evidence of that in the trailers there at all. None. But you said in the episode, oh, I'm going out on a limb yeah. with this one, and you were because
0: it didn't pay off at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought that, that they That limb broke to... and landed on Shakespeare, <laughs> <Yeah>. killing him. <laughs> There we go. There we go. You know, in these kind of movies, there's usually like a, a physical thing that they use and they present it somewhere. So I was just taking that idea and trying to put it into this movie. I was like, well, you know, I might be wrong, but I'll go out on a limb.
1: I gave you half a point for that because Enola had the Dakota ring already at this point. Yeah interestingly enough you knew that she had the decoder ring already at this point because you said you saw in the trailer that she decodes the scrabble tile riddle you know the chrysanthemums riddle using the decoder ring but you're like that doesn't make sense in my head so i'm going to say that she uses the puzzle that she solved using the decoder ring to find the decoder ring which is why i gave you half a point because that's nonsense (laughs) it's a different decoder ring there you go Oh, she found a separate decoder ring yep one specific to her case yeah okay You said that Enola decides to go to her two brothers, Sherlock and Mycroft, for help, and they meet her at the train station. Gave you a point for that. Thanks. You said that Mycroft is bothered by Enola's feminism, but Sherlock is played as a likable character who is impressed by her gusto. Two points. I, I think that is pretty accurate. It is in the trailer, but it's worth two points because that's their whole character in the whole movie. So there you go. You said that Mycroft takes Enola back to his manor. That doesn't happen at all. We never see the Mycroft manor at all in this movie. You said that the Holmes brothers aren't close to Eudoria and they tell Enola that their mother disappears all the time. I actually gave you a point for that because eh, that's basically what happens. They're not close to her. No. And they do say that she, you know, she does like to play her games. Yeah. You said that Enola overhears the two brothers discussing that she needs to be fit for society. Gave you a point for that. It was in the trailer. While they're playing a game of pool or snooker. That's right. It was snooker. And you said that Sherlock thinks that Enola might be onto something regarding her mother's disappearance, but Mycroft disagrees. Gave you a point for that, because again, we saw that in the trailer. You said that Enola finds a chest belonging to Sherlock, which is in Mycroft's house for some reason, <laughs> oh, and steals a little boy disguise that Sherlock just happens to have. Now, I actually gave you half a point for that, even though most of it was nonsense. Really? Because in her own house, Enola does take some of Sherlock's childhood clothes, which explains why they would be there in the first place, because Sherlock's an adult who doesn't need childhood clothes. Yeah. And they are Sherlock's clothes. When he's
0: disguising as a little boy,
1: you know? <laughs> he's just wearing undersized clothes and running it's around. It's all like,
0: like tight and like... Oh, not fit Who it. no. like, Who's that little boy? That master <laughs> of disguise.
1: Sherlock Holmes. You said that Enola leaves a dummy behind in her bed and leaves Mycroft's house. I gave you half a point because it's actually in her own house that this happens. Yes.
0: I think it's in the- Yeah.
1: I'm in the wrong place in my head. Yes. You said that Mycroft discovers that Enola is gone and she has left a caricature of him behind. Gave you a point for that as well.
0: I mean, if you just replace it with uh, Eudoria's house, that's all. Yeah. that's Everything's accurate. Yeah, I gave you in, a point. In a way. You said that Mycroft and
1: Sherlock put up missing posters and start tailing Enola, but will remain one step behind them the whole time. Gave you a point for that, though I think it should be two points, to be honest, because they, they are one step behind her the whole time. There's
0: no real- I there's mean There's no the, indication yeah, of that yeah, No, in, not in, real, in the
1: trailers. You said that Enola boards a train to London, and there she meets Lord Tewksbury. Gave you a point for that, of course, in the trailer. Yep. You said that the two get along very well. They don't actually get along well at all in the train. She wants him to leave. <laughs>
0: in fact, they leaves, eventually get along She leaves well. him
1: to die before her conscience gets the better of her.
0: They eventually get along
1: well. Yeah, but you demonstrate that in your plot as you go. Yeah, right. Fair enough. You said that the two are interrupted by a sinister assassin who tries to kill Tewkesbury. Gave you a point for that. In the trailer. We knew it was going to happen. You said that Enola saves Tewkesbury by jumping off the train. Presumably with spree but I gave you a point for that. <laughs> she just jumps off the train See by ya. herself. Bye. You said that Tewkesbury is played as kind of a damsel in distress while Enola is the capable one. This is debatable. Here. I gave you a point for that because okay. in the trailer they do describe him as her useless boy. And we know that he is in trouble and we see that he needs rescuing Bionola at several points in the trailer.
0: Yeah, I think I was too hard on this character, or at least my assessment of, of this character, I was too hard. Because I think I thought he was going to be useless. Do I have right? to take
1: away my next point? You said that Tewksby will prove himself as competent by the end of the movie. Two points. Oh, there we go. Good. <laughs> too hard on him, you say. You said that the assassin Linthorne will reappear all throughout the movie. Gave you a point for that. He's all throughout the trailer. Cool. You said that Enola and Tewksbury see their wanted posters around London and realise that they have to disguise themselves. Gave you half a point because Enola is already disguised at this point and she is the one who convinces Tewksbury to disguise himself before they even reach
0: London. I mean, there's wanted posters of them around. I know Enola sees Tewksbury's wanted poster, but- That's right. For being somebody who is so observant, she misses her wanted posters all the time. She just yes. walks straight
1: past them. <laughs> she doesn't recognise herself in them.
0: She's yeah. like, that doesn't look like me. Nah. You said that they cut Tewksbury's
1: hair and Enola buys a fancy dress. Two points there. You said at the same point they use the decoder ring to decode messages left in the newspaper that Eudoria has left in the classifieds. Now, as we already discussed, this never happens in the movie. Eudoria does not give a shit.
0: No, um, she does decode uh, a message in the class in the newspaper that Sherlock leaves.
1: That's right, but it has nothing to do with messages that Eudoria is leaving. And
0: Sherlock does it because he wants a knowledge. You are saying think that that's
1: worth half a point? I think you're right. I'm going to give you half a point.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm on the right track-ish. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Enola yeah, Holmes yeah. is looking half a point. looking in the newspaper. Sherlock puts in a message pretending to be- uh, Yeah. All right. You're on the right you, track. Half right. a point.
1: You can always argue your case with these points. That's the beauty of this show. <laughs> Quite like you mentioned with my plot, in your plot as well, Tewksbury is with Enola the entire time, which isn't the case in the movie. He's only there some of the time. Yeah. You said that a message in the newspaper, of course, left by Eudoria, tells Enola to visit a hat store where the bird statue grants them access to a women's fight club. Now, I gave you half a point because Enola does visit the women's fight club, but it's above a tea room, first of all, not a hat store. And there's no bird statue whatsoever.
0: Hat store is just a guess because, you know, there's always a hat store. Also, I just wanted to fit the bird statue in there somewhere. Yeah, well done. (laughs) At (laughs) least it paid off off somewhere. It really paid off in the long run, didn't Uh, it? It's kind of a fight club that they got set up and it is the women's suffrage, you know... Organization, movement, whatever No, it's not
1: What is it's it? It's not It's just a, a fight just club, a club that uh, Edith has Oh, so okay she's a part of the the anti-lords vote I thought all those women group. No, all of those women aren't It's okay. so only that one specific woman, Edith, who's okay. involved Right. So the rest of the women aren't involved directly You said that Eudoria came to the women's fight club to recruit a lady army And Enola goes there looking for answers I gave you half a point because as we just discussed, that's not the case They're not all working for Eudoria's scheme But Enola does go there looking for answers, and the fight club, as I just said, has nothing to do with the scheme. You said that Enola fights with Edith, who she impresses with her fighting skills, so Edith tells her where to go next. Gave you half a point, because Enola does fight with Edith, but Edith is so unimportant to this plot that she's not even mentioned in the plot summary on Wikipedia. Yes, And if you think about it, all her scenes really factor into the movie in zero way.
0: No, I guess the only thing that really has any importance is that they establish the whole corkscrew Maneuver? Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there's that bit, I guess. Um, and also to show that Enola was trained how to fight, not just by her mother, but by Edith when she was that's a young right, That's That's so right. It, it answers some questions. Backstory
1: stuff, but yeah, yeah. Edith herself is not important to the movie.
0: No, not really, no. You said that there's a
1: cellar explosion. Not really.
0: Uh, There's an explosion somewhere. There's an explosion in a warehouse,
1: but it's not really not an, an explosion. It's not in a cellar. You just threw that in randomly. You said there's going to be a cellar explosion. I think I saw something You're in the grasping trailer. at straws, yeah, definitely doesn't deserve any points in my books. You said that Enola and Tewksbury have a fight in a back alley with a few assassins. Gave you half a point because Enola does fight with Linthorn in the limestone alley. Yeah. Singular assassin, singular Enola. Yes.
0: Doesn't she explode that area somehow? Doesn't she knock something and, and blow it up? Inside not in the
1: way. warehouse, she tips some like chemicals yes. into some other chemicals and there's like a, a brief explosion. You're saying you deserve half a point for your cellar explosion. No. Okay, look at him go. <laughs> He's rattling his tin. I'm just saying. Gonna drop I mean, a, I gonna mean, drop a single silver coin in. Why I not? Mean,
0: I mean, there is an explosion. Fair I, enough. It's kind Fair of One of
1: these days, You know, this uh, pandering for points is going to hurt you, buddy D. Uh, and that day might be today. So, you said that Enola discovers that the key to finding her mother lies in a place called Limestone. Now, as we just discussed, I gave you half a point for that because her mother is using a warehouse in Limestone to store bombs, but it isn't where Eudoria is and it doesn't factor into the plot in the same way that you think.
0: No, no. It, it is a it is a place that they go to in the plot. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because we go more into it later in your plot. You said that Sherlock and Mycroft catch Enola and send her to a boarding school. I gave you a point and a half for that because... First of all, we knew she was going to the boarding school, but you got it pretty much exactly where it lies in the movie.
0: Yeah. I remember listening back to our episode and being like, oh, man, the way I structured that makes no sense. Like, it, it's, it's really messy. It, it should have been the way Kieran said. And I was like, yeah, mm. he's probably right. They would have done the boarding school stuff early. But to my surprise, the, yeah. the way I said it was kind of how it went. Yeah, in movie, pretty much. Weirdly enough.
1: Now, in the actual movie, it's Lestrade who catches Enola, but he was sent by Sherlock in the first place. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's worth pointing that out. And they do send her to the boarding school at this point. Well done. Nice. You said then Enola clumsily tells Sherlock that, quote, the world needs saving rather than they need to save the world. The world is bad and we need to fix it. Yep. Now that makes no sense whatsoever and wasn't in the movie, so I'm not giving you any points.
0: What does she say? She says maybe it's the world. She said maybe it's the
1: world that needs to change. I said that in the original episode, not you.
0: That's what I was referring to.
1: In a way that it isn't similar to what she actually said at all
0: The world needs changing Changing the world one step at a time The world needs changing
1: Well you said the world needs saving rather than they need to save the world How is that not a contradiction? <laughs> the world needs to change Sure rather than they need to change No the points world. You said that in Not the even half school. a point? <laughs> no Shouldn't be rewarded for nonsense like that <laughs> I think I saw that written <laughs> in a in sailor asylum wall in shit. You said that in the boarding school, Enola is rebellious and slaps soup in the face of some rude twins. Gave you a point for that. She does. And you said that the leader of the school boarding house is constantly frustrated that Anola isn't fitting in. Gave yeah, you a point I for that. Opportunia was not happy. Nope. You said that Tewksbury rescues Enola from the boarding house. I gave you a point for that. I know you're saying it deserves two points, but we do see this in the trailer. Yes,
0: but you didn't guess it. But I guess do we do we see that in the does trailer? It
1: Yes, we do huh. I actually double-checked the trailer Because uh, I originally gave you two points I'm like, how did he get that? I looked at the trailer I'm like, <laughs> oh, we see it in the trailer But obviously I didn't put two and two together So uh-huh. what we see in the trailer Is we see them getting into the car She rips off the like the collar of the, the boarding house uniform yes. yep. And they take off while That's right, watches. yeah, that's right And Shukesbury's there So obviously you put two and two together yep. Our point Smart me You said that Enola and Shukesbury Go to Limehouse to find Eudoria This doesn't happen at all They never go back to Limehouse In the rest of the movie You said that Eudoria, this is your big plot by the way, you said that Eudoria was contacted by a pen friend, rather than a pen pal, who found out that an evil organisation was assassinating important figures, including Tewksbury himself, in order to bring England to war, and guess what's next, in order to profiteer from military assets. Hmm, this sounds very familiar, where have I heard this before? Uh, Oh wait, I've heard it in your Kingsman plot, Yep. I've heard it in your Top Gun
0: Maverick plot. Yep. And I'm sure other plots to come in the future. Also, previous the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock movies—that was a big plot point in that. Oh, so this is a trope. Yeah, well, this is a
1: trope. This is. So you saw it in one movie, and now it's a trope.
0: No, because this happens in a lot of movies. I don't. Don't ask. Don't ask me. Well, I just said the Sherlock movie, but like. So when has it paid off for you in this podcast? Didn't it happen in the Kingsman plot? I thought it did. No, (laughs) of course it didn't happen in the Kingsman plot. I thought it did. Maybe I'm misremembering.
1: Uh, You are misremembering because that's what you predicted. Didn't mean it happened
0: in the movie. (laughs) Maybe I'm thinking of my own Let me
1: re-educate you. In The King's Man- Yes. The evil Scottish bad guy was creating war between England and the, the other, whatever, it, Axis countries, whatever they're called, uh-huh. so that Scotland could regain rule of England once England is taken over. Right. Has nothing to do with profiteering from war. Yeah, but- I mean, in the long run, I guess, but the way that you said it in that movie was completely wrong. Yep. So stop doing it. I think now is the, the day that you put that- But when that I stop
0: doing point. it, Kieran, that's when the, the blood of the movie will be this.
1: I think when you watch a movie trailer and you see that it's leading towards that, that's when you can guess it. Mm. But until that day, I think it's time to retire. Hire that uh, Stan and Matty D trope Because <laughs> I think Hollywood Has retired that trope as well You said that the bad guys Plan to blow up an area in Limehouse Where a bunch of government officials Are having a ceremony mm-hmm. This doesn't happen at all I mean Eudoria was planning to blow up What was she planning to blow up again? She was planning to blow up uh, House of Parliament Yeah So you, what are you saying You deserve half a point? Maybe It's interesting that you should say that Because I'm going to reach into my pocket Yes And take out a bit of paper And I want you to read What I've got written on this bit of paper Yeah <laughs> if you can struggle through my handwriting.
0: Maddie Deer will claim that he deserves half a point because Eudoria was plotting to blow up uh, a government building. If he says this, give him two points. <laughs> and that's not what it says. Are you sure? It actually says if he says points.
1: this, take away half a point from his total, and I'm going to do that. Why? Because I called that you would do that. Why though?
0: <laughs> That's legitimately a half. I a point said ready. that you
1: rattling your uh, point ten was going to, you know,
0: hurt you one day, and today is that day. Why do Why do I deserve to have a point deducted from me, or half a point deducted? Because for me? Because you
1: said it was the bad guys, and not Eudoria. And second of all, she never does it. And also, and third of all, it's not really her plot.
0: But in a way. In a way But I think I deserve
1: I think I deserve that Just from calling Like you would say it <laughs> To the To the T basically To the
0: letter I don't like you right now <laughs> I'm so pleased I'm very, with very unhappy <laughs> Give me that back I'm very unhappy Now you said How many of those Do you have in your pocket? Uh, <laughs> don't disclose to honest, that information
1: To be honest Just that one oh. Just that one Because that was the only one That I was 100% sure That you would argue unfoundedly
0: Also she goes They they Aren't they going to go back To Limestone At one point? No they go back House. to London Never mind Yeah Limehouse they're going back to And London. then they yeah. go to the other place. Yeah. Eventually.
1: Regardless, they're, they're so you eventually don't deserve any points. And in fact, that lost you half a point. Now, you thought that the bad this is some guy. some bullshit right now. If you want to do that in the future, that's fine. You thought that the bad guy was the guy in the trailer with the mustache. Now, that was actually Lestrade. Now, I also thought that he was the uncle. We thought trailer. the same
0: thing. Yeah. We've thought the same thing. But
1: it was, in fact, Lestrade.
0: Yeah. Mind you, the uncle does have a mustache, but he he's does. not a bad guy. He does. And I think I described it as a stuffy aristocratic, you know, guy. That's right. Which, and he is. And that's, and that's what we're but, thought. He's not the bad guy. No, no, no. And that's what we thought the uncle was, and it turns out not to be the case.
1: You said that Enola and Shukesbury catch the bad guys and the bomb doesn't go off. Gave you half a point, because technically they catch the bad guy and there's no bombs that go off. So, yeah.
0: That's right, Karen. That's a really good assessment <laughs> yeah. of my plot. <laughs> there you go. Really good.
1: <laughs> so, you got that half a point back.
0: If I'm nice to you, will you give me half a point back?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> well, maybe.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll let it Let's see if you can then. redeem
1: yourself in the last sentence. Now, you said that Enola and Chukesbury returned to Mycroft's house... But then they immediately leave to go on another adventure. Now this doesn't happen.
0: You're right, Kieran. It doesn't happen at all. <laughs> so you don't deserve any. I'm not right. arguing that in the slightest. That is a fair assessment of my. I like plot. that they go back to Mycroft's house rather than I don't know her own house. Well, I guess I, I thought that you know I've already set Mycroft's house just because it looked like Mycroft's and also, house. Also,
1: why wouldn't she go back and live with Eudoria? What do you mean? Why, surely Eudoria, like the whole plot that Eudoria yeah, was in hiding yeah, from, yeah, is has I mean, been resolved. The bad guy's in jail. So, surely Eudoria can return back home and live with Enola. But instead, you're like, Enola's going to go back to Mycroft's house, but then she's going to leave with uh, good old Shukesbury to start a detective agency well, together.
0: I, I guess what I was thinking was um, Eudoria lived in the countryside. Mycroft's house is closer. They go to uh, ah. Mycroft's house after the events in the movie. I thought that the, the that house- is a, That is a good theory
1: because that is what she does, but that's not what happens in the movie. Yeah,
0: no, no. Yeah, but I thought the house looked like a real, like, especially the pool table area. I thought that looked yeah. like a really Mycroft kind of house. So I thought that they yeah. would go there. That's what I, you know, and I thought, oh, I established it early on so they go back there to, when things settled down. But obviously, absolutely true, Kieran. Absolutely true. That was not the case at all. You're right. Can no. I have half a point? You can. <laughs> Why not? Okay, you redeem yourself.
1: So, if you tally up everything that you got, including that uh, you know well-deserved <laughs> half a point there, you get a total of thirty-three point five.
0: Fucking points. hell! What?
1: So, after you were so nice to me and gave me such a large score, you piddle along the line with <laughs> 33.5 points.
0: I thought I did well.
1: I thought you did well, too, to be honest. Maybe you were just too generous with me. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. just the fact that I got a lot of elements that you didn't get. For example, like, the whole... Like, I got stuff that was actually
0: close to the movie as opposed mm. to, like, a plot blowing up Limehouse by bad guys. True, true. I didn't get the whole... Uh, I, well, what the uncle thing was not really... Well, it was, like, part of it the... It was in what, the movie. It was so. in the movie, so... Maybe
1: you did go. read the book. Maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe you did read the book and change some things. No, no, I don't think you did that. No, I did. I thought it
1: was a good plot. I thought it was a pretty good plot too. I thought I, it was I'd pretty the accurate. First half, the first half was. Oh, actually, no. The first two thirds. The first two thirds of your plot is pretty much exactly what the movie is. But then it just fell apart at the end.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't know where the movie was going. So. No, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Neither is did I. Well, you're you more, more than me. All right. Well, let it be at thirty three sure. and a half.
1: So, now that we've wrapped up seeing how well we did with predicting the movie, Matty D, what were your final thoughts on Enola Holmes?
0: Yeah, sure. I can't remember what I said for the 2020 episode where we covered this. I think we If you did mention it. We might, yeah, we might have talked. I thought I talked about it. Who knows what I said? But here's what I think now because. I was really and I didn't want to I didn't want to let this bleed into the, the prediction at all, but I was really ready to hate this movie. I wasn't looking forward mm. to it. I was like there's nothing that I'm interested in with this movie. To my surprise, I actually enjoyed it. There you go. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was clever, I thought it was quirky, I thought it was uh I thought it was fun. I thought they didn't I, I just like the style. I like the fact that they established the style and they let it I felt like if I was a young person, a younger like a, a young you know, lady. Young lady. No, but like, you know, a child or like in you know, in my yes. Yeah pre-teens or, you know, early teens, I probably would have loved this movie. This would have been a good time. I thought Millie Bobby Brown was great, really likable, mm. and had enough... Yeah, I-, I-, I liked her character. I liked Chixby's character. What the hell movie? You made me like Helen Bonham Carter. In, we
1: saw Millie Bobby Brown in two Godzilla movies and she was awful in them. Yeah, she was good in this movie. But she was given the opportunity to improvise and bring a lot of her own sort of personality to this movie. Yeah. I, I read that in the production notes. So I think that really shone through. And I'm sorry, Millie Bobby Brown, I made you
0: in my Dr. Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> plot now because I you, you were great in this. Uh, the only thing is, like it was really fucking long. And I kind of felt like it was almost three movies, and I kind of thought you could have almost made this a mini series or something, or at least like cut the movie off and and make another movie. I was just like, because there's definitely sections of this movie where they go on one plot point and then they just like abandon it for a while and then focus somewhere else, and it's just like really weird that it's one big movie, and also the ending is just really. I think we spoke about it off air or maybe on air but like that whole scene where the assassin's trying to shoot her and then he kill he dies in a really like really gruesome way yeah that's right I he
1: mean, falls over and his head gets impaled basically on a like a wooden uh ornament or something like that
0: that's yeah that bit exciting there's bits like that well that bit in particular where the whole movie is and like a bit
1: where he tries to drown her earlier in the movie. yeah that's really brutal
0: that's intense so like this whole movie is like Really light-hearted, really, like, winking at the camera, literally, really, like, child- I-, I think really family-friendly. And then there's that that comes out of nowhere, and it's just like, where did this come from? Do you
1: know your favourite term? And th- we're both guilty of this. Yeah. Whenever we review a movie on this show, our favourite term to throw around is tonally inconsistent. Yeah. And, of course, this movie suffers from it as well.
0: Yeah. But not in a bad way. I mean, for the most part, it's fine, but there's just- yeah. That that scene in particular, and, and some of the other scenes, some some other bits that just like it, it goes in a different direction, and that kind of I think when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, they're they're establishing that the assassin dies, so that we know he's gone for good. Yeah, there's right. other ways you could have shown that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I liked it. I thought I like I liked the message. I liked sort of the you know sometimes when they make movies like this, the the, the whole feminist sort of angle can be like really
1: overpowering. Yeah. Overbearing.
0: Just lazy. I'll just yeah. say lazy. lazy. But I yeah, thought they, they they did it really well in this one. I mean, it's kind yeah. of funny to see, like, you know, obviously it's not a progressive world, and just to see characters who would have been oppressed just be like, Walking around every day But I'm like oh, Yeah whatever. especially
1: Edith Giving lip to Sherlock Like that would have never happened Yes Back the- at that time Like she would have been Out on her ass If she tried to do that to Yeah anybody.
0: There was a lot of like There was a lot of characters Like in the background there That were you know All dressed up in like The rich areas It's like mm, I don't think that would yeah. have happened But okay movie whatever and <laughs> Anyway But you know I like the movie a lot Yeah I was pleasantly surprised Would you recommend people watch it? You know what yeah I, I think so yeah I, I no, think fair so. enough. I, I I wish it was shorter. I think yes. It, I think it deserves. I think it's a movie that deserves to be an hour and a half rather than
1: yeah two and a an hour, hour hours. forty. It's not two and a half hours. Is <laughs>
0: an hour forty? Sorry, two, two, no. It's over two hours. Yeah, it's over two hours. I but I it think was two hours twenty minutes or something. I'm saying if it was an hour forty at a stretch. Oh right. Be better. Yes. Yes.
1: But yeah, they're trying to condense a book down to movie form. So.
0: But they're making a sequel. So that's
1: always going to happen. But they couldn't do two movies of one book because that never works. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the Twilight series yeah, exactly character. Case in point <laughs> The Harry Potter series Case character. in point
0: uh, You could have made this movie two movies I think
1: no, no, it wouldn't have worked narratively.
0: Anyway, they, they didn't do it, so I'll leave it alone. But what did you think?
1: I'm going to echo a lot of your sentiments because when I first watched this movie, I really enjoyed it. I Well, I actually surprisingly enjoyed it. I'm not going to say I really love the movie and it's going to be a staple of movies that I watch all the time, but I thought it was nice. And I think the the thing that really carries the movie for me is Millie Bobby Brown's performance. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen her give such a good performance. You now, I mean, I really like her in Stranger Things and I think I said in that original episode that she's excellent on Stranger Things, but given the fact that she was really open to... Improvise And really show Like her own personality Use her own accent And bring a lot of herself To the character I think that really worked And just Her her expressions That she'd give the camera And the way that she'd Sort of like Draw you in As an active viewer yeah. by, by having you be a participant Whether you like that Or not about the movie I found it engaging I liked it by drawing you out of the world of the movie by, you know, breaking the fourth wall, it makes you look at the plot and it makes you look at the acting in a more critical way. And if the the plot is good, and the, the plot was pretty good in this movie, and if the acting is good, then it just highlights it.
0: I definitely so, agree with you. She carried the movie. Absolutely. And this is a movie that's super And you said yet. that uh, it
1: made you like Helena Bottom Carter. I thought Helena Bottom Carter was good in it because she was barely in it. <laughs>
0: She was likeable But
1: you know? she wasn't annoying And we did say that in the original episode That she probably wasn't going to be annoying in this Because she's not playing an annoying character yeah. But uh, she seems to be typecast as an annoying person I'm, I've actually come around to Helena Bottom Carter Because I actually saw her as a 20-year-old In a couple of episodes of Miami Vice She was actually quite good in that So I think it's the material she works with Rather than her choices herself So yeah
0: Or what she's allowed to do Yeah, exactly <laughs> Exactly, she
1: was fine in Flight Club, so.
0: Yeah, we said that in the episode.
1: Yeah. Now, interestingly enough as well, what, what, what were your thoughts on uh, Henry Cavill and the guy who played Mycroft? I can't remember the actor's name.
0: Okay, fine. I thought fine, they were yeah. fine. I thought Minecraft was good. It was laid on thick, but it needed to be. But I liked yeah. him. He was good. He was good for the movie. I liked, I really Sam liked- Sam I think his name was. I really liked uh, Aunt Petunia in this movie. I thought she was like oh, yeah. crushing it and I liked their relationship. Henry Cavill, I like her. anything Henry Cavill does. It was kinda like meh though. Yeah, exactly. I felt exactly the
1: same. There but was, it was fine. There know? was some like subtle things that Sherlock had in the movie, some subtle sort of character things that I that I thought was okay, but for the most part I thought they were the two brothers were pretty bland. But I think they need to be for in older to really shine out. Because yeah. it can't be like, oh, is Sherlock, who's really interesting, as well as Enola, who's really interesting, because yeah. then there wouldn't be Enola Holmes, it would be Enola and Sherlock Holmes.
0: And I think, we, like, we already know who Sherlock is, so we as the audience already fill in the blanks with, with that character, so he doesn't need to do a lot or doesn't need to be really interesting, because we already know yeah. everything about him. But yeah, it really right. did just feel like I was watching Henry Cavill. <laughs> yes, yeah, it did. So it's not a bad thing But you know My overall thoughts
1: is I thought the acting Was really good It was a fun movie Quietly you I thought it was A little bit too long For the movie that it is It's just maybe Half an hour too long So if it was a little bit shorter I would be more encouraging To say people watch it But I would say If you're a fan of Millie Bobby Brown If you're a fan of Henry Cavill even If you're a fan of This genre of movie Yeah definitely watch this movie Yeah
0: I just want to say as well, I thought they tackled some interesting questions and interesting conversations or like themes in a, in I didn't expect them to do this and do do that in this movie, but I think they did it in a really good way. Yeah. Like that scene where she's walking with um who turns out to be the villain. Where, where the villain's talking about like old old England and how you need to preserve yeah. it and sort of. Sh- Knowing the twist, all of that stuff was way more interesting. The I- yeah, second time il- illustrating her whole agenda. And that scene where uh, the, the Holmes brothers are playing pool and discussing what they're going to do and discussing, you know, what a lady needs to be like. I thought yeah. they did all that stuff
1: really well. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. You know, usually you'll roll your eyes at this sort of stuff in the movie because it's so heavy handed. I mean, I look at Charlie's Angels, for example, and it, it was just not handled as well in that movie. Yeah. 2019's Charlie's Angels, that is. Mm. But yeah, this is an example of it
0: working really well. Yeah, and I love the scene where the the, detect, the the police officer and Enola Holmes are competing against Estrada. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Like Holmes, like they did a lot of clever stuff in this movie. Yeah, they did. I think they deserve points. It was a for clever that. movie. Movie, you can have my half point that I earned back. Yeah, there you go. You did
1: a good job. How generous of you. So Maddie D now has thirty three points. Um, <laughs> no, he does. It's thirty three. <laughs> so, dear listeners, what were your thoughts on Enola Holmes? Did you see the movie? Did you like it as much as we did? Were you not a fan? Either way, let us know your thoughts. You can send us an email at PotentialSpoilersPod at gmail.com. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Now, before we wrap it up for another episode, let's talk about what movie we're going to be predicting next week. Of course, we're going to go back to predicting blockbusters, and this is going to be a blockbuster in every sense of the word. We're going back to the superhero Well, Are you excited, Matty D? Oh, yeah, I am. How do you feel about DC at the moment?
0: no. How do you feel about... I- are we going to cover Black Adam? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are so we going to we- cover The Rock? Yes. So yeah? Next week- then I'm really
1: happy about that. <laughs> next week, we're going to be looking at a spin-off of the Shazam franchise where Dwayne The Rock Johnson stars as Black Adam. Fuck. Up, We've been talking about this movie since this show started. And it's finally time to discuss it because the movie's just about to come out. If we so. end the show
0: after this episode, I'll be happy. Let's fucking do this. Oh, wow. Not, not, not after this episode. After like, well, Of course, I'd, I'd love to. No, let's, let's end the podcast now.
1: <laughs> no. We're never going to do another episode. We're going to completely skip Black Adam and everything Oh, No, I want to do Black Adam. All right, well, this is going to be good. And, of course, this is setting up to Shazam 2, of course, which we're going to be talking about in a couple of weeks. Very exciting times Fun times And don't forget as well That in about Three or four weeks Maybe Let's say five or six weeks We're going to be talking Enola Holmes 2 As well So get excited for that too So Please join us next week
0: as we come back to explore what we think is going to happen in Black Adam. And until then... Until then, I thought it'd be nice to uh, end it on a puzzle, on a riddle, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, whatever flower makes you think of Black Adam, you've got to go there, dig it up, and then there'll be a clue to go on. Yeah, and a bird statue. statue. And a bird statue. Don't tell them it's a bird statue. It'll ruin the surprise.
1: Many years people have believed that Sherlock Holmes was the greatest detective in the world but is it possible that there could exist another human being whose mental powers go even beyond those of the master hello what's this it's Sherlock Holmes smarter brother starring Gene Wilder do you have a brother whose first name is Sherlock I do not you do have a brother I do might I inquire as to his first name
0: Sheer luck!
1: Where's your hat and your gloves?
0: Well, I have a hat.
1: It just makes my head itch. And I have no gloves. She has no gloves?
0: Plainly not my craft. <gasps> we didn't send for you, silly girl. We sent for the carriage. Did you at least bring it? The carriage? Yes.
1: What carriage would you be wanting? Because I have a few in my... The mind. carriage
0: I pay for! <gasps>
1: <gasps> right. I think you may have us confused with another house.